your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Flight 604 had four additional players on board on Monday. Wah and Kolasar and a couple of goaltenders boarded the flight as well. LT and LB 604, Chris Golick. By the way, Vancouver's area code. Hi again, everyone. It's time for your team every day. From Las Vegas, Tony Cardasco, along with Chris Golick. We come to you Monday through Friday. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, Locked On Golden Knights, and also make sure that you check out the podcast, the audio version, wherever you get your podcast, and on Twitter at Lockdown VGK at Tony Dasco at TD Chris G. Hi, hey man. Uh, the Golden <laughs> Knights uh, took off on Monday with some, let's say, reinforcements right for this Western Canada trip, and they will start off in Vancouver, and then they go to Calgary, and then they play at Edmonton. Scheduling quirk, of course, it's so so rigged. They'll play Edmonton back to back there. And then they come back to Las Vegas and they have a day off, I think, before they play Edmonton here. So three games. Let's talk about the road trip first. And they've got three goalies. That's our first order of business. So Jonathan Quick, he'll probably start Tuesday. Who knows? Logan Thompson, he returns, as does, as does uh, Laurent Brossois. And on Monday, Yuri Patera sent back to Henderson. Logan Thompson last appeared in a game on February the 9th. It's been that long. And his record 2013 and 3, 2.66.914. And Laurent Brossois appeared in three games. Um, his last game, February the 25th, came up on February 21st. I thought he was up for a while longer. His record 1, 0, oh, and 2, 2.20.936. Let's start with the goalies first. Three games, and it could become a game time decision on Tuesday night, but. I'm sort of leaning towards Jonathan Quick. Let's read between the lines for a second. Patera gets sent down on Monday. You thought there'd be four goalies on this trip. I, I honestly did. And, you know, reading between the lines right now with Patera being sent down, I think uh, the VGK felt they could get through the Columbus game with Hutchinson, Patera, Dylan Ferguson, Jordan Papirini, you know, I, Good I think game, they, Dylan Ferguson. Wow. 48 saves. I didn't know. I, I, I knew he started. I know he had 48 saves. That's pretty awesome. Cause we, yeah. we literally saw his career start in Vegas. So it's actually really two, cool. Two one. They beat the Pittsburgh Penguins. Ottawa did. Okay. That's, that's, right. no, that's really cool. That's a good nugget right there. So going back to where I was saying here with Paterigan sent down, I think if they were in a spot where you needed for whatever reason, Logan or, Brossois to play yesterday, Sunday this is, one of them probably could have started. I think the VGK felt it's Columbus. Let's give him a little bit extra rest. Patera, don't got to risk anything. Patera is going to win us this game. And let's uh, wheels up to flight 604 up to Vancouver, and uh, we'll figure it out then. Looking at what Coach Cassidy said in the presser on Sunday night after the VGK victory, hypothetical well let's just say logan is the first one to go he's got to get through that first start blah 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 blah. long story short i think we're going to see 
uh, Logan Thompson make his debut on Tuesday. Okay. And I think Jonathan Quick's going to back up. And then Thursday, maybe Quick rides the Quick uh, stays in the suits and uh, you know, Brossois backs up. Obviously, health pens. But I definitely think you're going to get Logan Thompson Tuesday and or Thursday. At least one of those games, we will see LT. Is LB ready or not to take the other game? I don't know. But definitely, we're going to see LT this week. Cassidy, uh, again, on uh, Monday, comes back, and he says, since day one, it's been in flux with the goalie situation, with that position, and he's never utilized five goaltenders before, and he started going back chronologically through the Robin Leonard era and all that, and then Bressois, and yeah, no, he's been up against it, but uh, truth of the matter is that they've had consistency in in the net, in the crease, and it's been pretty good, and he said, in general, They've really had a lot of good goaltending with this team, which is kind of a surprise when you really start to break it down like that. If you would have told me, I mean, listen, preseason, offseason, we were concerned about the goalie situation. Start of season, concerned, but the tensions kind of eased the deeper into the season we got. If you would have told me that come March 20th, VGK would start their fifth goalie of the season, Robin Leonard not even anywhere in sight, and VGK would be contending for the top spot in the West and can climb as high as, you know, second or third overall in the league when the dust settles here. That's, we can't overlook that. If you would have told me that, that's, that's pretty remarkable. And, you know, you give love to the goalies, but I think you give more love to the defense for uh, what our top six is doing right now. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, we talked about last week on the show, I was talking about Petrangelo. I remember I said, he's kind of quiet lately. Well, in the last three games, He's had five assists, so defensively, uh, they're starting to become offensive defensemen again, as we're seeing Zach Whitecloud with a goal in each of the last two games. And uh, again, it was uh, Cassidy on Monday saying that he's not even close to figuring out who the starting goalie would be uh, for the playoffs, but he wanted to reiterate that, but he said a lot's going to shake out in the next uh, 12 games, of course, the final 12 games of this season. And out of those 12 games, how many more points do you think they need to secure, let's say, the top spot? Because the Kings keep winning, and they keep putting pressure, and they were beating Calgary on Monday night, and they appear to be a team that's not going to go away easily. No, I, I was mean, going to say Kings, quickly, but yeah, I didn't want to say quickly. The Kings, uh, they're up to a, a plus 12 goal differential. They were flirting around zero or even negative. Yeah for yeah. a large part of the season. VGK is up to plus 34, so they're really starting to to get it going there. So your question was to win the division, how many points do we need? There's 12 games more? left, 24 Even if they possible. split all their games, they could finish no worse than second, I would have to think, in the division. I mean, let's say the Kings are going to get 16 points. Uh-huh. That's a, a reasonable number. So, I mean, I think 107 is the number. 107. 107. That, wow. and that means the Kings go eight and four down the stretch, which is probably a little, no disrespect to them, but that's probably a little more respect than, than they deserve. Just not that they're anything bad or anything like that, but eight and four down the stretch and a lot of meaningful games is going to be a tough task for the VGK, for the Kings, for the Oilers, and even Seattle, all four teams who are kind of jockeying. Seattle, they're, they're falling. I mean, yeah. all of a sudden Seattle's only in the playoffs by six points. Poor goaltending, and it's not who you think it might be either. Martin Jones, baby, let's go. Yeah, Martin Jones. I know you're the you're the leader of the fan club for Martin Jones. Huge in uh, Vegas, absolutely. We love him. So, also on this trip, a couple of more 
let's hope they're not passengers, but we've got <laughs> Nick Waugh and we've got Keegan Colasar. They are back. Um, I'm thinking Colasar will probably play next to Bluger and Howden, and perhaps Amadio will be the odd man out unless they move him up a line. I'm not quite sure, but the way that uh, Cassidy was speaking on Monday, he seemed to say that they were really playing well together with Howden and uh, Boogerman, uh, Bluger. And then uh, Colasar, um, his last game, March 11th, against Carolina on the road, uh, Wa 25 points in 54 games, and he's been out since February the 21st, the game at Chicago. He's going to miss a couple of days. He'll be back. No big deal. Probably no big deal. He's going to miss a couple of games, you know. Yeah, just a couple of games. He'll he'll be back. No problem. So he's listed as the, he's listed as day to day. Remember, he's yeah day to day asterisk right. A um, month later, it is officially like one month later. Trying to the, figure even, out even the seasons turned right. Trying to figure out exactly what's going to happen is tough. So let's go under the assumption that Nick Wah and Colsar go tomorrow night. Let's just throw that out there right now. What two players go? Amadio has had stretches of good and bad, and I feel that he's on Cassidy's radar as expendable. Now, yeah, knock yeah. on Amadio. It's just, yeah. just the no, reality be, right now. Yeah, he'll be a healthy scratch. I could almost bet on that for Tuesday night. I think Amadio and, and Dorofiev are Dorofiev? one and two. I think so. You think Dor- Dorofiev's going to be out? I think Nick Wah takes Dorofiev's spot when he comes Ooh. back. Wow. No knock on Dorofiev, but no, Nick he's Wah. just been so hot. He's been so hot. Like, you know, just he he's proven to me. I know, again, I hate saying small sample size. Cotter, Cotter's also been that. hot. Cotter's also been hot right now. He can't and take Cotter's him. Cotter's starting to pick up again. That's right. Yeah. You know, listen, a line four, if they were to run for the, 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 the interim with Bluger, Wah, and Colasar, and Dorofiev does stay in the lineup, I'm not against that either. I'm definitely not against it if that's how this shakes out, if Howden and Amadio go. I think Cotter has been playing well enough to secure a spot right now uh, with Stevenson and Kessel. And, I mean, listen, there could be a, a whole line. I mean, outside of line one, I can see Cassie shaking everything up right now. I don't think that's the best idea necessarily. But you could see Cassie really, you know, toss him in a blunder right now, trying to get the most out of things. I mean, Nick Wah, you know, was anticipated to be a 20-plus goal scorer based on his contract and even his trajectory. He would have flirted with 20 goals, which would have been nice. So, you know, you could spot find him in the top, you know, in the top six and take in Dorofiev's spot. Or they give Dorofiev more games down the stretch well, to Dorofiev, see what he can do. Dorofiev's value right now is on the power play. Mm-hmm. You have to keep him in there because, I mean, right now they were the only unit that could score. Like, no, know? and that's totally fair, Tony, and, and, he, I, and I do and he get took that. Off, he took off the other unit during the power play and made sure that they came back and they scored that second goal. That was something that really um, opened my eyes. I think to the way uh, that Dor- uh, Dorofeyev has his value has been proven now. I think listen, Dorofeyev has done what Cassidy does want everybody to do. Go hard to the net, go to the dirty areas and put the puck in. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. And Dorofeyev has shown the ability and the commitment to getting dirty. So, yes, maybe there is a path where Dorofiev does stay. And I do like the power play angle. You know, the power play has been, you know, borderline abysmal. It's been decent. It also has been borderline abysmal. Yeah. So, Dorofiev is No, it's abysmal. One for 25 at home. Yeah. No, no, no doubt. But the road, they've been doing okay with it, though. Right. 
So, you know, take the good with the bad there. One for 24 on the road. Yeah, pretty good. It was one for 24 on the road? I no, was at home. I just made that up. Oh, okay, fair enough. Like, I knew they sucked at home. So, listen, <laughs> I mean, we agree Amadio's first outs. And yeah, I think where we're going to split hairs is between Howden, Dorofiev, and Paul Cotter. Cotter. Give him a less than 10% chance of being the odd man out. But, you know, this is this is weird. Like, it's March 20th, and somehow the Vegas Golden Knights are back in training camp. They're playing for roster spots. Right, They're and he said he's going to for... put the best roster on the on the ice. That's what he said. Listen, this is stretch. a dream for the coach right now because practices are going to be intense. They might even get heated at times. Everyone wants to be on the ice. This is the time if you got the ability to get to te- get to excuse me uh, get to see national when the team is back home. These are going to be fun practices. You may not get as much interaction with the players, and you know Jack Eichel is probably not going to toss too many pucks over the glass, but. This is the time you can really see what it's like to watch an NHL franchise preparing for the playoffs in the heat of the battle and competing not just with the other teams, but with themselves. That's fun. It's a good thing. This is yeah. not a problem. We've barely been able good to field the roster of 17 skaters before. Yeah, let alone good competition at, yeah, at this time of year. At this time of year, good. this is an absolute luxury. So as much Kelly, as there's hey, been... Kelly McCrimmon, before you go too far, Kelly McCrimmon, McCrimmon uh, plan. As much as there's been the goaltender carousel... They've really found the pieces to fit in, especially offensively and then defensively in front of the net for the Vegas Golden Knights. Coming up next, Vancouver will be a very tough customer despite being out of the playoffs. I'm going to start there, and we'll continue right after this. You are listening and watching Locked On Golden Knights. Hey, the tournament is heating up, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel. It's America's number one sports book. Because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets packed if your bet does not win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It is safe, secure, and so super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to the point scores to the three-pointers drained. Can Also, we want to make sure that you know you can bet on the spread, the money line, the total, all that. Player points, rebounds, assists. There's so many good bets on there. And uh, some really good prop bets as well. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your first no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the National Basketball Association. Welcome back to Locked On Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. We appreciate you making us your first listen each and every day. And uh, Chris, March Madness is here and it comes to this city this week. It's going to be so exciting. So we've got a boxing match at MGM on uh, Saturday night. We've got uh, Taylor Swift and the Swifties are in town. We've got college hoops this weekend. It is going to be insane. Weeks like this, I I don't miss working on the strip. I don't (laughs) miss it. I was going to say it's another big weekend, but they're just they just keep surpassing each other, right? Uh, Let's talk about uh, Vancouver, the Canucks. Very dangerous team. Uh, They'll be playing VGK up in Vancouver, and here's a team that's supposed to be tanking out of the playoff picture, but they're playing very well. Since February the 21st, I believe they've knocked off Dallas twice. They have uh, beaten some really good teams, Toronto, the Predators, the Senators, 
And then the past weekend, Kings. sorry, Alec Martinez, in a back-to-back, they accomplished what VGK could not. Ooh. They beat the Kings in L.A. Ooh. I had to go there, yeah, because they were whining about that. They beat the Kings in L.A., and then they beat Anaheim down the road. They have won seven of eight, and you've got to hand it to Rick Tockett uh, to keep this team together. You think perhaps on Monday night, Tockett and his good friend Phil Kessel got to, together or maybe broke some bread or what have you? Poutine or whatever they call that? Isn't that what that's called? Up if it's, if it's anything not to do with hockey, Phil Kessel's in, but... um. So seven and two uh, in the month of March for Vancouver. That surprised the heck out of me. You know how much research I do leading up to the shows. I'm as you were doing the read. I'm like one, two. Wow, this is pretty good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Vancouver gave up three goals once, five goals. Or excuse me, they gave up one goal three times. Right. Two goals five times. One goal once. They have not done given up anything more than that the entire month right now. So they're playing great defense. I'm assuming is it is it Thatcher Demko playing right now? Oh yeah. So in Demko, he's, be the he's been be tough the against VGK in the past, definitely yeah. in the playoffs. Um, you know, VGK owes Vancouver a game. If you remember, I think it was November, December when VGK what they lost back to back, right? Was it a was it a Vancouver then Seattle or something like that? Vancouver just came in and so. you know wiped the mat with us. That was the game, and this is a couple of times I've gone back to this. I believe that was the game where Vancouver got to a 2 nothing lead. Cassidy got mad at March or so, and half of basically the top nine forwards benched him. Vegas gets the game even. He goes back to the lines that they were losing with, and they wind up losing the game. So, you know, you know Cassidy is going to Was that that forget. game against I believe Vancouver? So. I believe wow. so. Wow. I'm yeah. about 80% sure. No, that's so, good. I'm sure you're right. <laughs> but Vancouver is owed a game. Whatever whatever the twist is, Vancouver is owed a game by the VGK right now. And the players do remember that stuff. They don't forget this sort of thing. So VGK is going to want to go in there and take control early. And sure, Vancouver is doing well. They're 7-2, and two, but this is a good test for the VGK. You know, everyone's all giddy about VGK, uh, you know, beating the Blue Jackets 7-2. to whoop de doo Let, Let's go up there and beat Vancouver. Let, let's have a good game against Vancouver. I'll feel much better if they can... Even just find a way to get two points any way, shape, or form. I don't care if it's ugly. I don't care if it's a shutout. I don't care if they blow them out. It doesn't matter to me. This is the game where two points is two points, not the throwaway game against the Blue Jackets who didn't care about being in that game at all. Under Tockett, they have improved a lot defensively. They're checking better. I think that's one of the keys to their success. The Kings the other night did not have very many high-danger chances, uh, very few opportunities in that game. Elias Pettersson, 88 points on the season, 33 wow. goals. Uh, Quinn Hughes, 60 assists, 60. And JT Miller has 66 points. And on and on, I mean, they just have a very good roster. Uh, they strengthen it a little bit. Uh, they picked up Vitaly Kraftsoff from the Rangers. He was a healthy scratch the other day. I don't know. I'm starting to think he might be a head case. He's playing on the fourth line. But uh, you also have Anthony Bolivier from the Islanders who was in that Bo Horvat uh, deal. And he's done very well with them um, in Vancouver. And I think he's got three and five assists in the last 10 games. So he's starting to play well. So there's a lot of weapons here. Um, Cause Menko, the, uh, they say he's a rookie. He's playing well um, on and on. I mean, they've got now a pretty good roster. And for some reason, Rick Tockett's been able to get them to, to play well, pushing the right buttons. Uh, Thatcher Demko, 
nine and 12, but you know what? Of late, he's been playing much, much better. Colin Delia is uh, also the other goalie. He's eight and four, but he just played uh, the tail end. He played in the, uh, the Ducks game the other night. So I, I guess tonight we're going to see Thatcher Demko against the VGK. And you talked about the history and uh, the way he's played against the Vegas Golden Knights. He's had some really good games against VGK. Yeah, I mean, you know, Vancouver, they waved the white flag, right? They did make the Bohor of that deal and some other stuff as well. So you think the season is over and, you know, no, not necessarily. And this is what Vancouver did last year, too, even. they, yeah, made they closed a, well, right? They they did. And this was, you know, Bruce Boudreaux, like, okay, Bruce Boudreaux is going to be, you know, seem like to be the man who's going to take that team back to the playoffs this Bruce, season. there it is. Yeah, exactly. And Bruce, there he went. He's already gone. But, Bruce, you know. there he goes. Exactly. I mean, VGK should have been the one that put the nail in that coffin. But instead, uh, <laughs> they got their butts kicked. And the Vancouver fans were singing that <laughs> stupid song as well. As, right. uh, they they walked off that game, so you know it's it's fun. I mean, this is this is also what makes hockey fun, like the unknown. This is why the games are played, and you know you have a lot of talent on the ice for both teams. And Vancouver's been a team that's really been building through the draft, going all the way back to 2017, 2018. You would think by now they would be a little more competitive, and you know they've done a little something since then. But it's not the case. But you know maybe Rick Tockett is the person for the job who's going to you know start twisting and turning the dials a little bit and. Uh, you know, now they stand in the way of EGK, who is, you know, still playing some pretty good hockey, minus that little bump in the road against the Flames. So, you know, we got to get continue to get right. But Vancouver is going to want to make it tough on us. OK, devil's advocate here. Uh, if Bruce Cassidy wants to play the best lineup that he can, why not stick with the current lineup? He likes to play the hot hand across the board. Um. I'm okay leaving using your logic, Tony. I'm okay leaving the top nine alone. Okay. I'm okay with leaving the top nine intact, which includes Dorothea of staying in the lineup. Honestly, Howden and even Amadio, um, other way around, Amadio and Howden are interchangeable pieces, in my opinion. Um, I think Colsar can bring a heavier game than Amadio. Difference is, you know, you're not going to see, especially with the, the addition of Barbashev. You're not going to see Colsar killing penalties where Amadio can kill penalties, but he's not going to be called upon because we're pretty deep on the kill right now. It would take a weird circumstance to have to go down to Amadio to kill penalties. You know, with Bluger and Barbashev coming in, you still got Smith, you still got Carlson, you still got Eichel who's been killing penalties, you know, so that hurts Amadio's value a little bit right now. Um, I could see if Cassie doesn't want to get too cute. If assuming they're both available, they may they both not be available. Um, but if one is available or both, I think Amadio is the one to go, and they only change one piece of it. And I think if they make multiple changes, they start with line four, and they see how Dorfia plays with uh, you know a couple more players breathing down his neck right now. Yeah, let's see how that goes. But uh, it will be interesting, and I think that uh, perhaps Cassidy tipped his hand by saying you know Amadio. I don't know. He wasn't really sure about him. All season, I think he's been he would like be about Amadio. He's been yeah. fair, also. He's been fair, but he's not. Amadio is a player like Marcha, so he'll just bring him up without the media asking him, which that's not good. That's not good. Coming up next uh, here, we'll have our lock of the night and our predictions for tonight's game at Vancouver in the six oh four. We'll return with more right flight six oh four. Really, a very cozy in Canada. That's how they do it too. Okay. <laughs> uh, we'll return with more after this. 
uh, Locked On Golden Knights. If you are looking for a delicious treat, but you don't want all those fat and calories, then you really do need to try a Built Bar. you got to try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious that you won't think that they're good for you. Perfect for any kind of occasion. And what makes Built Bars so, so good? Well, for starters, covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. We're not sure how Bill does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar. And again, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been telling you to go to Bill.com, but now you can go right around the corner. Well, some of us can. And you could go to your local Walmart or your local Sam's Club. And if you go to Walmart, just go to the pharmacy section, grab yourself a box of Built Bars, the four-bar box with uh, cookies and cream, double chocolate, coconut pops. If you're close to a Sam's Club, please run in and grab a 13-bar box with the hit flavors, brownie batter, and churro. You can thank us later. Again, if you can't make it to one of those two stores here locally or wherever you might be, then definitely go to built.com. Welcome back to Lockdown Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. We thank you all for making us your first listen each and every day. You could find us again on YouTube, our YouTube channel, Lockdown Golden Knights. So please check that out. So it is that time. It's time for our locks of the night and our predictions in tonight's game. And I am going to go, my two players. We talked about one on our last episode, Chandler Stevenson. Ooh. Chandler Stevenson. Come on, man. He's got to start playing well again and get some points. We haven't seen him. You're right. He's been unnoticeable. And then I'm going to go with Nick Waugh. I think Waugh will be in the lineup, and I think that uh, he's going to come out with a lot of jump in a game like this. Well, and to the point we made earlier, Nick Waugh, he's playing for roster spot. As weird as that sounds right now, you know, the big uh, contract signing in the offseason, he's got to prove himself. Uh, you got a score, Tony? Yeah. Uh, my score is going to be 4-3 to three Canucks. And Rick Tockett has this team playing well. They are 13-8 and eight since the coaching change. 13-8. and eight. So he's done a really good job, and they've really shored things up defensively. And again, it should be a tight checking game, especially early on. And BGK has got to find a way to break through, and they're going to have to put bodies in front of the net, in front of Thatcher Demko. Yeah, I mean, we went through this in the playoffs, obviously, in the bubble year where they couldn't crack that code. But that said, they lit Thatcher Demko up the last time they were in Vancouver and found ways to get pucks past him when Vancouver came here too. So hopefully we've uh, exercised that demon, but you know, we still haven't exercised uh, the uh, Pete DeBoer demon yet. So who knows? We'll see what happens there. I like four, three VGK. I like the fact that there's more players returning to the lineup. There's going to be a different locker room vibe, even more upbeat than it already is. Uh, Bring Logan Thompson back into that mix. And that just brings everybody up. And I think there's a lot of players that are going to be making sure they do the little things right and have a really good game. So give me a 4-3 VGK regulation winner and uh, Riley Smith and Barbashev. Barbashev seems to be a little bit quiet last couple of games. He um, Jack Eichel set him up a couple of times and he couldn't finish. So Oh, man, uh, he, that one right there on the right side of the net. I was thinking, oh, no, not this again. Someone can't handle the puck on a hot shot pass from Jack Eichel. 
Can you imagine? Without a shot, can you imagine a shot pass? Right, exactly. Sorry, go ahead. Can you imagine a line now? We're kind of in the the free form portion here. <laughs> Mark Stone comes back. Is there a world that exists where they go Eichel Stone Barbashev? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's that's a heck of a, a combination. Pretty, that's a that's, pretty lethal line. Yeah. It yeah. really is. It really is. And Stevenson's the odd man out, unfortunately, because what's Stevenson, wrong with Stevenson? I don't know. What's wrong I mean, with Stevie. You know, it's listen, it's a professional game and the other players are better sometimes, you know, and there's times you're the better player. And, you know, I'm glad it's happening in game, you know, 70, 68, 64, 72 versus playoff, you know, round one. I mean, I think it's I mean, 70. Yeah, we're, 70, we're coming in 70 right now. 71 yeah. actually in Man- against Vancouver. Right. But I mean, listen, as crazy as this sounds right now, as crazy as this sounds, if he doesn't get going, he could be a healthy scratch, Tony. Oof. How crazy is that? Look at Phil Kessel with the players coming back. Like well, suddenly, be, you yeah, know. Kessel suddenly is taking control and showing his leadership. Mm-hmm. And we knew that he had another gear. Come on. Mm-hmm. We've known this all season long. Mm-hmm. Like, I and he's taking the rain in practice the, now. That's yeah. the other thing. Yeah. He, he told the team that they better get things together and they better start listening to him. Uh, I was just looking uh, back uh, for Chandler Stevenson. Holy smokes, it's been a minute since he scored a goal. Oh, my goodness. Uh, last goal was against uh, Tampa on March the 9th for Chandler Stevenson. He did have an assist in a point against uh, CBJ, but, again, few and far between. So that's uh, five games without a goal for Chandler Stevenson, and he has been uh, just quieter than we're usually – expected to see him on the ice so to be fair they got him on breaks out yeah they they got him on line three right now so that's more of a defensive role let's start by acknowledging that but he's also on line three because he you know they tried him on line two and william carlson down on line three and you know when when it's i mean you'll 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 dig this one but when william carlson someone uh, was sulking when he had to get moved to line three though he probably was he probably got a haircut and everything (laughs) you don't think he was sulking i do Hey, uh, I wanted to ask you about uh, a couple of things on our Twitter feed uh, there on Monday. Uh, the one thing that I put up there, I ran out of ideas, you know, there today. Uh, but I put up the uh, the poll. If you were at the game and didn't throw your hat on the ice for Eichel's hat trick, was it because one had hat head, which sometimes I'll keep my cap on because I'm not taking it off right now because I, I have hat head. I'm not going to lie. Uh, you're not going to throw your $50 hat, right? And then uh, in the nosebleeds, just too far to chuck it. The yeah, hat that, that, that's me. Yeah, the hat that uh, Eichel actually picked up out of that bin was thrown from the rafters. Mm-hmm. The guy came forward, and I retweeted. He was in one of my uh, my threads. And then uh, an illegal hat, perhaps. And then what? Our, our buddy uh, Joe, an illegal hat he gave us a perspective what a legal hat is we're not going to say it but that was pretty funny i ran out of ideas there for the fourth option so i put uh, you, you no you should use my option option e i wasn't there i left already but we still got 10 percent of the votes and illegal hat beat uh hat head 10 percent to nine percent actually 50 percent not throwing the 50 dollar hat and then another shout out to our good friend at banded 1854 did you see he was showing all the different uh, tattoo options that he could have and he wanted us to decide i guess you and i as if we're the 
Yeah, we we definitely know our tats. Uh, I got a few. Well, he said, you know, that he wanted us to know which one he should have. And I'm going to see. No, we can't. Well, that can't, show up. On can't here. show. Can't show this. Can't show that. Can no, it can. show up on here? That doesn't show up. Does no, it? I'm looking for it here. I honestly yeah, didn't even see this. That's yet. all right. So anyway, we put it out there and the fans actually got involved. Let the fans decide is what we posted on our Twitter. Yeah, feed. I mean, so of course, you're going to do some forever on your body. What, what what better way to do it than have someone else make the decision for you? Yeah, for sure. I, I couldn't figure out which one. And I just I wasn't going to ask where he's going to put this one. So either. All right. So, so we thank let everyone. The fans decide. Oh, it's a logo. Come on. Be it's original. the logo. Yeah. Get something else. Get something besides the logo. Come on. You can but do does better. the team can the team, you know, pull the cease and desist for using their their marks, their logo? <laughs> you have to remove it. No. We thank everyone for tuning in. We appreciate you making us your first listen each and every day. Chris, I don't have a is this an illegal hat? Could be. Um, we thank you all for tuning in again. Please go to the YouTube channel and subscribe. Lockdown Golden Knights. And again, uh, coming up on tomorrow's show, we'll have a recap of the VGK Vancouver game. And that should be a lot of fun. And we'll take a look at that and break down all the happenings because it's never quiet around here. For my man, Chris Golick, I'm Tony Cardasco. So long for now. We'll see you tomorrow right here on Lockdown Golden Knights.